Welcome to the Small Hours Podcast. This is Al Gavada, and we're doing a special episode this time around in between the official Small Hours Podcast, talking about the Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer that just debuted last night on Monday Night Football. With me is my nephew and uh, somebody I respect uh, your opinions on, on movies. Uh, Alex, uh, how long, first off, let's start off this way. How long have you been A, a movie fan, and B, a Star Wars fan? I've been a movie fan since as long as I can remember watching films like E.T., you know, as a kid. Uh, my parents brought me up on a lot of good films. As far as Star Wars goes, since I was born in 86, I didn't really get into the Star Wars saga until the announcement of Episode One, mm-hmm. which I was still maybe, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old. So I've been a fan for about 18 years now. Like you were, uh, you merely adopted Star Wars. I was born, never mind. No, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, we're going to be talking about it now. We just watched the trailer again, and already we were uh, talking about things that are on the trailer, but I want to save it for the podcast. So I went to the one source that you can always think of for, I think, quality news on uh, anything Star Wars is EmpireOnline.com. Obviously, there's a lot of places you can visit to get news, but I thought this was great because it's a breakdown of the trailer. So we're going to go scene by scene, and I guess we can comment on each one depending on uh, what's in the description. First and foremost, the article starts like this. What was foretold in legend has now come true. The third and possibly final trailer for Star Wars The Force Awakens arrived online. Ticket sales for the film have been crashing websites across the world, and uh, anticipation has been at an all-time high for the film, which flies into cinemas. December 17th, is that the U.S. date as well? It's officially the 18th, but they're having 7 p.m. showings on the 17th. Oh, okay. So they are going to be uh, sneaking it in. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be dissecting the trailer along with the uh, breakdown that we got from EmpireOnline.com. All right. It starts relatively quietly with Daisy uh, Ridley's Ray scavenging the hulk of a giant wrecked ship. Presumably the Star Destroyer we've seen before. Overlaid, a voice which sounds like Lupita Nyong'o's uh, Maz Kanata asks, Who are you? And feel free to correct me with any name, by the way. Note the shot of her rappelling down into the cavernous hangar bay, a shot reminiscent of Ridley Scott's Alien. So, yes, that's the first thing I said. It looks really empty. Yeah, it does. It's been scavenged for quite a while. It looks like it's been in the second trailer. You could see that it's completely uh, surrounded by sand, buried in sand. So it's been there for a while. Now, did you catch that interactive video where you you kind of you were driving by it? I did not. Oh, man, it was great. It's a great thing that I've started seeing recently where it's a video, but... But you can take your mouse and look around 360, which oh, wow. is incredible. And I and I love. I'm hoping we're going to be able to see maybe in in the future. And I, I don't see why we wouldn't trailers like that, or maybe even a movie, which would be really really difficult. Right. I imagine it would have to be animated, you know, yep. to start off with. Anyway, so like you said, it looks like it's been there a long time. Of course, the movie is what 30 years after Return, Return of the Jedi. Of Jedi yep. All right. Next scene. Ray replies, I'm no one, though we all know that will be slightly inaccurate. This young woman has a destiny and a a droid as she's picked up BB-8 on Jakku. Mm -hmm, That's correct. correct. Slogging through the sand alongside her stunted companion, we see echoes of 3PO and R2 on Tatooine. Very observant. Uh, We get our first glimpse of the First Order as the camera sweeps across the assembled troops being addressed by what looks like Dom Hall Gleason's General Hux. Right. All right. So, what did you get from the, the those two quick little scenes? First of all, when she when she says "I'm no one," that to me is a sign that uh, first of all she doesn't know mm-hmm. uh, her like she doesn't know her, her destiny, or she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know who she is. Right. I think I think she's going to turn out to be somebody very important, mm-hmm. but we she doesn't know it, and we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. How does she end up in Jakku to begin with? Mm-hmm. And she apparently has no family, or you know, 
Like, is she an orphan? Is she, exactly. uh, is it reminiscent of Anakin or, you know, stuff like this? What I thought is like, it, it kind of comes across as she's humble. Right. You know, so she, like you said, she's, she's one of the, um, uh, not somebody who's thinks too much of herself and she's just doing what she has to do to get by. Like you said, she's a scavenger. Yeah. I like BB-8. It's an entirely new design on a droid. It looks fantastic. <laughs> Watching it come out on stage was phenomenal yep. when they did show that. So that was, that was pretty cool. And going, now, going back to Ray, ones, going back to Ray real quick uh there's a shot in the trailer where there's a ship leaving jakku mm-hmm. and she's staring at it uh with wonder almost or with a longing longing to get out of the planet the same way that luke did i i found parallel you know i'm sure it was designed to do that right. because it's like that drawing where she's like i'm, I'm i don't know if there's a, a spark of i'm destined for right. something else something more yeah. something more yeah. so that's what i'm looking for now the first order First order. First thing I thought of was, uh, you know, well, I, you don't have to go directly to Nazis, right? But yeah. that's honestly the first thing I, I thought of because that's, you know, yeah. the thing that popped up, red and black. Right. Very designed, obviously, to be very imposing and very, very specific uh, response from uh, anybody seeing that. And then, of course, you see all the troops assembled. That's the first thing I thought, too. Uh, obviously, Hitler had his rallies, and that's very reminiscent of that. What they show is very reminiscent of that. And it's a re- really quick scene. Yeah. Moving on. The Lucasfilm credit comes on, of course, giving you uh, goosebumps. Uh, with that out of the way, things start to ramp up as we see shots of First Order troopers gathered. Then the footage of John Boyega's Finn pulling off his Stormtrooper helmet, looking sweaty and terrified, which I think was the first thing we saw yep. in the initial teaser uh, after the, um, what was it, a land speeder or something going by? Yeah, yeah. that was the second teaser, yeah. The That's, second teaser. Yeah. He's clearly having a crisis of conscience. He says... I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. This is a voiceover. As we watch a TIE fighter he's piloting to escape the Order's Star Destroyer, clipped by laser fire and sent hurtling towards Jakku. In all likelihood, this follows soon after the scene from the first trailer, where we see the TIE go rogue in the Star Destroyer hangar bay as Finn blasts his escape. We then see a shot of Finn, jacket in hand, staring out over a settlement. So there you go. You got the TIE fighter getting blown out of the sky, dropping down onto the planet. Now, the first thing that I was thinking... When I first saw him come on the second uh, teaser was, okay, wait, is he a rebel disguised as a, a stormtrooper? But now I hear him say this, and now I'm thinking, maybe you can enlighten me on this, is he a stormtrooper who had some sort of break of conscience, and now he's, like, on the side of the rebels? I think I think that's where they're going with it. Uh, well, we haven't gotten to Kylo Ren yet, but mm-hmm. what I like, uh, what I've seen of the trailer so far, from the trailer so far, is that they're saying that pretty much good and evil is a point of view. And, mm-hmm. and you can change? Yeah, but you don't really know. We don't really know yet what each side is thinking. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he was a stormtrooper for a reason. And obviously, he had a change of heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kylo Ren, apparently, well, we'll get to Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's just more, I think this film is going to study more uh, the whole good and evil as a point of view. Like, each side is going to be thinking that what they're doing is the right thing. Right. Which is obviously the case with almost everything. It's mm-hmm. not just going to be good versus evil, what we got Black from the light. original trilogy, where the Sith were the evil and the Rebellion were the good guys. Mm-hmm. Here, I think it's going to be a lot more complicated than that. Well, good. And, and that fleshes out the universe in greater ways than trade, you know, uh, injunctions or what was it <laughs> on, right. on the uh, prequels. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that was really cool to see. And uh, it, it, I definitely want to see how that's going to develop. The next scene, uh, time for the villains to get their moment as a camera sweeps towards a dimly lit Star Destroyer bridge and the cowless helmed silhouette of Adam Driver's Kylo Ren. Cut to the front of Ren's mask as he says, I will finish what you started while staring down at the twisted, pyre-melted helmet of Darth Vader. 
the echo of his iconic respirator rising behind the score. So who kept that helmet for 30 years? Exactly. How did and, it get there? And it makes you wonder if maybe Darth Vader was training some people mm -hmm. 30 years ago before he died. Mm -hmm. And maybe Kylo Ren was recruited. Because as we, spoiler alert, I guess, but J.J. Uh, Abrams has mentioned that Kylo Ren is not his birth name. It's, a, okay. it's an adopted name that okay. he got... From joining a group which uh, comes out later in the trailer, which we'll talk no, like, about. Like Darth Vader. Right. He didn't like, did we ever learn uh, Darth Maul's real name? No. No. Yeah. So, and uh, the, the first thing I thought of when I saw Kylo Ren was thinking back to when the Emperor said, uh, or was it Yoda who said, there's never one, there's a master and then there's a. It student. was Yoda in episode one, yeah. Yeah. So then how's that going to play out in this series? Right. Exactly. So that's going to be looking, looking forward to that one as well. More from Ren as he delivers what looks like force induced pain to an unwilling victim. Oscar, uh, Isaacs. Isaacs. Oh, it's misspelled. Yeah. Uh, Poe. Wait, I know his last name's here somewhere. Cameron Poe or what? Dameron. Dameron Poe. I was close. Poe Dameron. Yeah. Poe Dameron. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the trailer kicks up another gear as we see large-scale destruction on a forest planet, which cuts to the Millennium Falcon uh, outpacing TIE fighters above Jakku. Now, I did, when I was going through all this, I did see an Ewok in the credits. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, that. I was like, hey, what? There's an Ewok? Because I didn't see any in the trailers or any any trailer up to, day, up to now. So we'll see how that plays in, and maybe that's uh, an area. One thing that I did notice on the... Millennium Falcon, which I mentioned to you while we were watching the trailer, was it seems very nimble yeah. because I remember when we first saw in the original um, trilogy, the Millennium Falcon is a sizable, uh, sizable ship. Uh, obviously, it's not a Star Destroyer, so it is, you know, smaller than that. But I didn't see it as a um, like a jet fighter. Right. Which is that's kind of some or like an X wing, like the like the single man fighters, right? Like, yeah. That that can be more maneuverable. Right. But uh, I don't know. It, it looked good when I saw the initial trailer when they first showed the Millennium Falcon doing that loop de loop and going towards the Tie Fighters. Right. I was like, oh, nice. Now this one is is like a whole other aspect. It's moving a lot faster. What, yeah. what were your thoughts on that? I just honestly think it's going to be a great action sequence, and we've been seeing a lot of that scene in the trailers, mm -hmm. and I think it's going to be I, one I of the set pieces. I suspect it, or I expect it to be in the early part of the film. I mm. don't think they're really trying to give too much away yet, and I think... Uh, Which is good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, some of the biggest arguments that you hear from movie fans, like you and myself, is like, please don't give everything away in the final trailer. The Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Ultron, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. All right, so next scene. Uh, Ray and Finn are now aboard the Falcon, clearly in need of answers. Turns out what most of what we know of the Star Wars universe is treated as myth and legend here. There are stories about what happened, says Ray, uh, but they have someone to set them straight, Han Solo himself. It's true. All of it. The dark side. The Jedi. They're real. So their first glimpse of Han Solo in this trailer. Right. Han Solo comes out quite a bit in this trailer. I think he's going to be uh, one of the main main characters in this film, which kind of scares me. Yeah, I know. Me because, too. Because, <laughs> uh, as people know, he tried convincing George Lucas to kill Han Solo off in yeah. Return of the Jedi. And uh, he was apparently hesitant to come back for this one. So I don't I know, know. I was they cut too. him a deal. You know, <laughs> I don't know. And, but it kind of worries me a bit. And going back to you saying that particular scene is early on in the film. Right. Oh, my gosh. If that's going to be the impetus for something early on in the film, I'm already starting to yeah. like, gosh. Yeah. All righty. So then uh, next one, John Williams score really starts to kick in here as the Falcon makes it impressive, yet still keeping with the original trilogy, jump to light speed. Cue to a montage of fan-baiting shots. Uh, Kylo Ren with his broadsaber leading what we can only presume is some of his order, the Knights of Ren. Oscar Isaac's Poe uh, Dameron enjoying some pre-battle 
camaraderie with Boyega's Finn on a shot that should conjure memories of the Rebels gearing up for the Battle of Yavin Mm -hmm. in Star Wars. And then, of course, X-Wings versus TIE Fighters, explosions, clashes, Banthas and droids living together, mass hysteria, and, of course, like you said, fan baiting. So when all this is going on, what's going through your head? Okay, the one thing that popped out to me was a shot of Kylo Ren with uh, the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Who are they? You know what I mean? We don't know who they are. We don't know many? what's driving them. Mm-hmm. We don't know, you know, who trained them. We do know that Kylo Ren's lightsaber is a self-made and is not a real, real lightsaber. So that's going to be interesting to see. And is that why you see the blade kind of uh, shaky? Yeah. Flickery? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering. And I'm going to add another thought at near the end here. So let's not continue on that path just yet. Okay. Uh, Han, Ray, Finn, and BB-8 headed for a mysterious temple-like structure that boasts a walking droid we've yet to meet. Could this be where Luke is hiding out, especially as we see him with R2 next? He's, you see his uh, prosthetic hand or his droid hand. What, one thing I did notice was there is a shot where uh, Kylo Ren slashes down with his right. with his saber. And we see embers, like fire, I guess, embers. Mm-hmm. And the next shot, we see Luke reaching towards R2-D2. And there's the same embers flying through the sky. So I don't know if they're looking for him mm-hmm. to, I don't know, destroy the Jedi maybe, which is... With the Knights of Ren? Right. Okay. I don't know if that's what they're trying to do, but it seems like they're on the same planet. So I, I imagine the the hunt for Luke is going to be a uh, part of the storyline. Right. Han doesn't look like he's being hunted. Doesn't look like he's hiding. He looks like he comes in for something. Uh, so it looks like uh, at least that's what I got from the, the trailers and especially this last one. Like you say that that may be one of the driving forces on the story. Not 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 an actual piece like we're theorizing about Han Solo, right? But uh, so that may be one. Here's something interesting that you might not have read yet, or mm-hmm. but that I've noticed. Uh, a lot of people have noticed quite a bit that uh, the lightsaber that uh, Finn holds in the, the second one? teaser, the blue one, looks exactly like Anakin's, which was passed down to Luke, mm-hmm. which he lost in in The Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader cuts off his hand. So right. how does that lightsaber end up back? Right, because it went down the you know, cloud city. Back in the middle of all of this, so... <laughs> That's another thing. You know, is that what's going to drive them to look for Luke? Or Apparently, he's been gone for a while, so right. that's... R2 looking a little beat up, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, next on, we got uh, Kylo Ren, his command shuttle landing, followed by a shot of Gwendolyn Christie's Captain Phasma leading her First Order troops through a destroyed village as Ren himself cuts down some poor unfortunate with his saber. Okay. Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. First off, I'm a fan of uh, of Gwendolyn Christie's uh, Brienne, Brienne of Tarth. Of I mean, come on, man. He's like, please. I, I wanted her to to just beat up the the hound so bad, and and she did. And yeah. so I'm a fan of hers. So I'm looking forward to that and to seeing her. Uh, my favorite part of her character was people questioning the femininity of her armor. Yeah, that's like it. And <laughs> Disney had the perfect response for it. It's armor. It's you armor. Know, it's armor. Talking, she's not uh, going out for a. For dance. I think the way I would go about it, and I think they're going to go about it, is uh, Boba Fett was a very vague... You didn't know anything about Boba Fett. Right. He was just a badass. And mm-hmm. he was just in the background. He was Which there. made it great. And I think that's what they're going to try to do with Captain Phasma. And I think that's the way to approach it. I hope so. Uh, and I hope they uh, don't toss her away like Darth Maul. Right. Now, Darth Maul, you knew a little bit more about... But it was such a waste of a character in one just one movie. Um, obviously, didn't he come back as an android? Or yeah, but or yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> uh, moving on, more classic trilogy throwback shots as Han and Chewie and Finn 
are seemingly captured. They have their hands up. Probably not for long. Maybe that's where the Ewoks come in. I don't know. If history uh, teaches us anything. Dramatic shots of Rey weeping and Poe leading a squadron of X-Wings. Rey firing a blaster. Stormtroopers being thrown by explosions, which look really cool. Mm-hmm. And more uh, Maz Kanata voiceover. The Force, she intones, it's calling to you. Just let it in. Advice the trailer itself is clearly trying to offer to all of us. This is where my question comes in. And I posted this yesterday on Facebook. So she's saying, let me repeat what she said. The force, it's calling to you. Just let it in. Are we moving away from midichlorians? I mean, are they doing away with that whole thing? Because, see, let me put it in context. I was a fan from the 70s. I mean, 1977. Right. I was uh, nine years old. So I, I was in that group to where I dreamt of being a Jedi. Right. Because... It's the force, you know, it's like that, that guy can be a Jedi. And I, and so that's, that was our whole, uh, imagination. Our whole play area in our imagination was we could be Jedi. We just haven't figured out how to get the force. Right. And then they bust out midichlorians and said, oh, no, you can't, you can't be a Jedi. So what is she saying now with this? George Lucas did make a reference to midichlorians. I don't know if you know that when mm-hmm. he was writing the original stories, mm-hmm. but he just didn't put it in the movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, the thing about midichlorians, uh, I think they put him in the movie to show how strong Anakin can be just to, like, build him up as the strongest Jedi ever. Right. But I think it still holds true that anybody can be a Jedi as long as they're sensitive to it. You know know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you have to be Force-sensitive is what they call it. But I don't know. I still... I see what you're saying, but... All right. Do you think anybody can be a Jedi or do they have to have midichlorians? Um, From what I understand, everybody has midichlorians. It's what what creates life. It's what gives you life. So it's like the life essence or whatever. Right. Okay, I thought it was Jedi specific. No, everybody has midichlorians. Just Jedi are more sensitive to it. They can feel it. They can harness it. They can, you know, use it. So it's it's basically like like the key energy in martial arts or whatever. Right. And the reason Anakin had so many midichlorians is because, okay, I'm going to go back to Star Wars, uh, the expanded universe. Mm -hmm. What happened was... We've heard it. Darth Plagueis was trying to find a way to to create life or okay. save life. Supposedly, when he was messing with this, which is unnatural in the right. Force, he was using the dark side of the Force to try to create something unnatural, create life from the midichlorians. Okay, that he accidentally created Anakin through this. Oh, which okay. is why he does not have a father. Okay, you know what I mean. So I got you. That's why he has such concentrated midichlorians or a high concentration of midichlorians. So the Skywalker line is unique. Exactly. It was created from midichlorians. Okay. All yeah. right. So that, see, I, I wasn't aware of the expanded yeah, yeah. universe and all that. It kind of reminds me of the um, bloodbenders in, in Last Airbender, you know, right. doing something unnatural with their power. Plus, let me just mention, obviously, Disney threw out the expanded universe, so this yeah. could all be, you know, baloney. But. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting yeah. that they chose to do that. It's like, okay. It, but it's kind of cool because they, you're starting a, a, a fresh slate. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it holds promise for a, a new future. That right. we may not have had. Right. And obviously, uh, it was George Lucas's uh, intent to only be able to handle a lightsaber if you're force sensitive. Right. And we see Finn holding a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he's maybe she's talking to him, uh, right. telling him, just let it in. Right. I do like the face he gives at the end of the trailer when Kylo Ren attacks him. He looks yeah. scared. He's like, oh. He's untrained. You know, <laughs> right. he's not he's not trained with a lightsaber. And Kylo Ren, apparently, I yeah. mean, he has a lightsaber for a reason. And I just love his face when he gets attacked. He looks scared. And you see Kylo Ren using the Force, or at least what it looks like using the Force, oh, like Paul. a Force. Uh, uh, no, not that one. Where he turns to the camera oh, and he right, puts right, his right. hand up. Right. So it looks like he's doing some sort of Force blast. Right. 
or I don't know, or you're saying, stop. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. And last, uh, Princess Leia herself being comforted by Han. Why is she upset? Have they lost someone close to them? Is she worried for someone's safety? Maybe Han's. It's remarkable how much this trailer keeps hidden while giving us fun glimpses. And yes, this is likely another throwback this time to the uh, Leia Chewie moment in the Empire when Han is frozen in carbonite. Mm-hmm. And what better way to finish strong than with Boyega's Finn facing off, like you said, against Kylo Ren in a lightsaber clash. Note that Ren is helmet, helmet and hoodless here. Yep. Uh, Adam Driver's uh, flowing locks seen from behind, but no glimpse as to what his face looks like and whether he's... Which, uh, let me interrupt up. real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, people were uh, speculating that that was Luke Skywalker as Kylo Ren. This proves that it's not because you right. see... Adam Driver's head from the back. You right. know it's Adam Driver, so. Yeah, just wanted... which I'm glad, yeah. actually. And it's a more serious teasing reel than we'd expect from a final trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abrams is clearly planning to play his cards as close to his chest as possible. Mm-hmm. Until release, the release date can't come fast enough. Yeah. I and mean, so yeah, I was didn't, happy. It didn't give anything away, and I love that about it. And uh, this is something that I'm experiencing for the first time that you're not, uh, which I wrote down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's the first time. It's the first Star Wars where I don't know what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I'm expecting to happen. I knew in episodes one, two, and three, which came out after I was born, right. that we needed to see Anakin Skywalker become Darth Vader. Right, eventually. And we knew that's what was going to happen. That was the end game. I have no idea what to expect with this one. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So this, this is, is this is like the beginning of the series. Exactly. And this, <laughs> I'm experiencing what people are ex- experiencing in the 70s and 80s now. Right. Absolutely. And, and I love this. I love this feeling that mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going to happen. Overall, give the trailer a, a rating from 1 to 100. I'd say about, you know what, it's kind of tough because they don't give anything away. You right. want to see more, but at the same time, you appreciate not seeing a lot. Yeah. So I'd say maybe about an 85 mm-hmm. for that reason, because there's still part of me that that screaming, you know, screaming, where's Luke? I want to see Luke's face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't see it, but it's going to make it that much more special when you see him in the theater. I think you give it a little bit lower than you might have because uh, you, you're selfish. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And <laughs> you know I mean? because it's a watch. very short trailer. It right. really is. It's two minutes and 22 seconds. Yeah. And 15 of those seconds are the logo fading in at the end. You know what I mean? So, And the Lucasfilm there in the middle. Right. Which was another three, four, five seconds or whatever. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I gave it a, about the same, maybe about a 90 because, I'm like you say, it's exciting. Um, the realistic uh, explosions and, and things like that where it actually looks like they're blowing up a TIE fighter as the X-Wing is flying through it. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, the only issue I had was the, the nimble uh, Millennium Falcon, but we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Other than that, I hadn't thought about the whole Han Solo thing, but now that you mentioned it, I'm like, oh crap! Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, so, and we do see Ray crying in the trailer, yep. and she's crying for a reason, and we don't know. Is he? Is yeah, I don't she know. his daughter? No, uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right, a couple of questions for you. Uh, what moment in the trailer gave you the most excitement? Whether it was something you saw or something that you heard, the Knights of Ren really stood out to me because mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect from them, and it's just a they're a mysterious group, and I think that's going to be a one of the most intriguing parts of the film. Because I think uh, when when it was Darth Vader, it was Stormtroopers. Right. You know, it was just um, army guys. The right. guy bumping his head on the doorway. Now, mm-hmm. do do the Knights of Ren have an allegiance to the First Order, which is the Empire, you know, mm-hmm. became the First Order? You see uh, Kylo Ren surrounded by the Stormtroopers, mm-hmm. but does he have any allegiance to them? You know or, what I mean? Or is he like uh, his own... Right. Like an offshoot or whatever. Right. Or, or Or is he building something? Maybe. You know, all right. So I, I like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the phrase, the force, it's calling to you. Right. Just let it in. I, I want to see what 
implication well i know what the implications are or at least in my um understanding or at least in my interpretation but i want to see how that plays out who is she speaking to right yeah is she talking to finn is she talking to ray ray yeah. you know so we'll see what happens chewbacca yeah. Yeah. what character or characters are you most looking forward to seeing in this movie luke skywalker because we haven't seen him yet and kylo ren obviously i want to see what what his drive is and what his angle is towards the whole you know story of it so those are my two bb8 is awesome yeah, I already love them. So, <laughs> yeah. and uh, those it's a great uh, yeah. uh, creation. Me, Kylo Ren as well, and Captain Phasma. Now, right. uh, for two reasons: one, uh, Kylo Ren because obviously he looks like the main baddie, right. and uh, again, I want to see what his drive is. I want to see how they develop him as a character, what his uh, backstory is. You know, what what caused him to become who he is. Uh, what is his end game? So that's uh, something to look forward to. I really hope he survives this movie. It yeah. just, he just seems like he's going to be a great character. I like the so. Darth Vader of the next trilogy. Exactly. And that's what I'm hoping for because you see shadows of Darth Vader right. uh, in his just just looking at him, which is great. Captain Phasma just because the Boba Fett aspect of it, you know? Yeah. You want her to be that one person that can just come in and just throw everything off balance. Like, oh, crap. Yep. <laughs> Plus, people have been asking for a strong female mm -hmm. character in these movies. It usually, you know, you had Leia. She was a great character. But she mm -hmm. was really the only female, strong, strong female character in the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. And then you had Padme, who was more kind of towards the end of the trilogy. She becomes more of a soft woman. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? She's very powerful in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And then she kind of becomes this, you know... Anakin's girl. That's pretty much what she becomes. And the mother to... And the mom. Yeah, that's what she becomes. But it's interesting to see what Captain... Or how Captain Phasma is going to play out. And, know. of course, Ray. Ray, yeah. So we'll see what happens. So that's good. Uh, last but not least, which new character name or names do you like the best? Just the names. Look, I'm, I'm, I, I actually like all the names. I yeah. like the cast. I really like who they got. Mm. But... I'm sticking with Kylo Ren. It's just, right. you know, you it know, rolls off the tongue. Not only that, it's not his name. Who yeah. is he? Like, and it's know. not, and it's not a Darth. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he's not a Sith. They've mm -hmm. already, they've already said that he's yeah. not a Sith. So let's see. But he has a red broadsaber yeah. and he's dressed in black. I mean, it's all, all those, uh, color choices to make you, to get a response. Right. I like Captain Phasma. Again, yeah. I, I just like the name. It's just one of those names. And, and you know, who's really good at it? JK Rowling. Yeah. You know, with, uh, the Malfoy, you think Mal, evil, you know, or right. something. Snape, it just sounds bad. Severus. Yep. You know, so I mean, she's just great names that she picks. So I was uh, happy with those uh, as well. Looking at some of those characters that you were mentioning, some of them I didn't recognize. Uh, actually, quite a few, but I don't watch as many movies as I used to. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Daisy Ridley. Uh, she's, that was new. she's a new great member. video of her watching the trailer for the first time. Oh, yeah. Before her life changes forever. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, 12 Years a Slave, fantastic. Right. Uh, nonstop. She was a stewardess in nonstop, right? Yep. Oscar winner for 12 Years a Slave, mm -hmm. obviously. And just just great. What a beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, Don Hall Gleason. Who we first saw in the Harry Potter films as one of the, I don't know if you knew that, as one of the... In Deathly uh, Hallows Part 2. Was it? Yeah, I think so. I think he came out in earlier films, but he's one of the Weasley. Weasleys, yeah. With the red hair? Yeah. We'll give it away. And his dad was obviously uh, Mad-Eye Moody. Mm-hmm. So. Great actor, Brendan yep. Gleeson. Uh, also in Unbroken, uh, John Boyega. Attack the Block. Have you seen it? Never seen it. He's great. Uh, what I'm surprised about with this trailer, which I had uh, actually played with a toy at a store where they had voice clips on it. Mm -hmm. He has an American accent. He's not American. Really? And in this film, he has an American accent. Well, look at Rick Grimes in Walking Dead. When well, I see true. him do interviews, I'm like, what the? It just, my mind kind of bends. Yeah, but you know, that takes <laughs> place, he's out of Atlanta, you know what I mean? But yeah. 
here, there's no reason to give an, an right. American accent. So well, because usually in the original trilogy, the bad guys have British accents. Right. That's true. That's <laughs> you know, true. Peter Cushing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam Driver. Kylo Ren. Girls. That's the only place I've seen him yeah, on the HBO. TV show. And he's pretty good. I like him. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Poe Dameron. He was in Drive. I don't remember him. Was he just a bad guy in Drive? I do not remember his role and, in Drive. And uh, Ex Machina. I don't know how you pronounce that. Ex Machina. Machina. That was a great movie. And he Haven't was, seen he it. He did great. Yeah. 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 All right. And, uh, of course, the uh, aforementioned Gwendolyn Christie, Captain Phasma, Game of Thrones, and The Hunger Games. Yep. Also. And then there's a couple others. Uh, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill. Never heard of those Peter, <laughs> Peter Mayhew, who I got to meet. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Fisher. And uh, you got your tickets already. Yes, I did. Uh, tell me about your experience with the tickets. So uh, <laughs> they had announced that after the trailer showed on Monday Night Football that they would go on sale immediately, immediately after. Mm-hmm. And I was going to sit in my living room, wait for the trailer, run to the computer and buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. But something told me not to do that. So every two to five minutes, I was refreshing the Alamo Drafthouse webpage. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens I saw them load. And I thought either this is a mistake, they're testing it out. But so I went before the trailer? Be- way before. This was really? like in the first quarter. Nice. So I went in to buy the tickets and it gave me an error. Mm-hmm. So I went on their mobile app and it luckily let me buy them. Yeah. You should have called me. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought 10 tickets altogether. There's only 100 seats. So I yeah. bought a tenth of the theater. You know? Very cool. Then I bought seats for the next showing uh-huh. at 1030. And then I bought seats for the next day too. And obviously. you're going to be putting these on eBay or yeah? No. Hand them out to your favorite. My uncle. friends, my oh. friends, uh, <laughs> requested that I buy them, and uh, they're actually giving me more money than they cost. Only like as a thank you, you know? as well they should. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I already heard of people putting tickets on eBay. A thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, that's but, not worth it. I mean, but you know, somebody yeah. might buy them. Yeah, and if you do, they do just like the when the PlayStation Three came out. Remember, yeah. I mean, people yeah. were buying them, and you might remember that. Also, uh, real quick, I want to mention that we were talking about the poster that was released two yes. days ago on Sunday. Load it up. Can you put yeah, it up here while this is still it. recording? Excuse the take something. Yeah, don't worry. Else. Sorry about that. All right. So we're looking at the, the official poster, which looks fantastic because it's reminiscent of the uh, older posters in a way, uh, but it doesn't look as arty. You right. Know, it doesn't look as a, a um, what do you call it, like a drawing, like a drawing. So it's, it's photo. Which, by the way, it is a drawing. But it looks photorealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it does. And it's fantastic. Now, there, Finn looks a little more comfortable with the lightsaber. Yes, he does. Uh, you see the uh, First Order in the bottom with Captain Phasma smack in the middle right above where it says Star. Uh, you see the um, the TIE Fighters, uh, Millennium Falcon being chased by TIE Fighters on the right, Star Destroyers. And right above Captain Phasma, you see uh, Poe Cam- po Dameron, right? Dameron, yeah. BB-8. Uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia. Above that, you see R two D two and C three PO. C three PO, which we haven't seen. I, I don't know who that alien no. character is yet. Mm-hmm. We have not seen C three PO yet right. in any at all. Trailers. Right, just in the sneak peek uh, clip that they gave at Comic Con, mm-hmm. and he has a red arm. I don't know what that means, but we haven't really seen him much. So usually with these posters, the bigger they are on the poster, the more of an impact they are to the film. Which is why you have Kylo Ren, <laughs> huge, <laughs> taking up like I don't know twenty percent of the at least, yeah. Of the uh, the whole poster, which, uh, I mean, how many of these are going to be sold if they right. sell this poster? I mean, this looks fantastic. You should provide a link to this. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to put the link on, on the uh, description. And you got uh, Finn, of course, on the right. Yeah. And you've got Ray in the middle. Now, it's funny because she's holding her staff, uh, staff but yeah. it looks like she's holding a lightsaber. Yeah. I don't know what that means because you get kind of see a little bit of, uh, of uh, the broadsaber uh, shining through right. her staff. Now, behind all that, and it's it's almost like a... Like an afterthought, it's it's kind of like a ghost image there. I mean, you can see it clearly, right? But it looks like a Death Star. It does. Uh, but there's something massively two two big things that are different. The instead of a, a the port or whatever the eye of right. the Death Star, it almost looks like a, a HAL 
Like almost <laughs> like under, a trench all the way across the a middle. Trench of it. all the way around a yeah. big, big trench, yeah. and it looks like a focusing mechanism of a massive, massive laser instead of the multiple lasers uh, joining up at one point and then shooting out. It looks like a massive laser is going to shoot yeah. out of that. If, if I may, and this is back to the expanded universe, which has no you know weight anymore. Right. There was another Death Star built, mm-hmm. but it was a star destroyer, not a planet destroyer, which could doom an entire solar system. Jeez. So that could be. I mean. Yeah. One thing to notice here, you see a shield around where right. the trenches or whatever. At the very edge of the uh, of the star, Death Star, let's call it a Death Star. Right. At the very edge of the trench, you see a little ghost shield uh, shield on there. So it looks like a little film on there, which the original Death Star didn't have. Which makes sense that they would prepare for this. Yeah. Slight overlooking. Yeah. You know, like the exhaust port. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that one could. So what does that say? You can't have anybody just fly in and... Right. Yeah, another thing, I don't know if this means anything at all. This is just me thinking. But why is it on the light side of the poster? Mm -hmm. And why do you have first order troops on both sides? Exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of questions even being raised by the poster. You have the classic blaster of uh, Han Solo. Yeah. And uh, Chewbacca with his... uh, Crossbow laser. I don't know why it's a crossbow. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) It just looked cool. Yeah. You know? So, uh, anything else on this uh, poster? No, not that I see. It, uh, it, you should check it out, though, if you're listening to this. Look at the poster. There's mm-hmm. a lot there. And you can see from the, like we were talking about, the, the broad laser. Uh, and I wondered about the cross uh, little, what would you call these? The hilt, I guess. Yeah, the hilt. But you've got the, uh, basically looks like a cross saber. Cross saber, yeah. Uh, and, but do those cut, you know, which makes it an interesting weapon as well. Yeah. You know, so... I don't know, a lot, of, lot to see in this uh, in this poster. Looks Plus, fantastic. Look how smooth the saber for Finn is, and look at how jagged and, mm-hmm. and imperfect the Kylo Ren saber is, too. What yeah. we were talking about. Like, earlier. does that have to do with the build, or does it have to do with the person's character? True. You know, I mean, is he is his, uh, whatever is his drive mm-hmm. making it that, which makes it, obviously... Uh, it makes sense to me. Like, it's like, ooh, this guy is like anger or something, and it's more chaotic. And the other one... Super clean, super smooth, really, really nice. It looks nice. Uh, no purple sabers on this one, right? Well, it's kind of not yet. Yeah. <laughs> now, and going back to that, to me, it's not so much of uh, that he's chaotic as so much uh, he's uh, more of an amateur in a way. Okay, which makes him more unpredictable if he doesn't yeah. have any ties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Chaos. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess chaotic. So we'll see. I mean, it almost looks like gas jets shooting out the sides. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then the saber, like the when the sabers uh, came out, it was it just looked like a solid piece of light, yeah. and this one doesn't. It looks like a gas jet, and uh, or kind of a mix between a gas jet, a laser, and electricity, yeah. and a great so, mask, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it, it's unique, it's uh, impressive, and it's uh, imposing, yeah. and it looks evil. It has a bit of the Vader. Better. I don't know if you saw the helmet from the back in the trailer. It looks mm-hmm. a little bit like he's wearing a Vader helmet almost. Huh. But with a different face, obviously. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, and we'll see what, uh, how or why his hood and his mask are off. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, deliberate, like he removed it, or somebody knocked it off. Right. And was it Finn, and did he do it accidentally, and now he's scared because he's coming at him with his broad saber. I mean, yeah. you know, so many questions. Anything else you'd like to add to uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer or the movie experience that we're waiting for in December? No, not right now, I guess. I'm sure there's a lot more in my mind. I'm just blanking out right now, but I could go on for hours talking about this, really. Excellent. Well, hey, I want to thank you for for joining me on the Small Hours Podcast Special Edition 2, the Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer breakdown. This is uh, my nephew, Alex. Again, I told you before, I, I absolutely 
trust your movie reviews and your your opinions because you're, they're well thought out and you have seen so many different movies uh, not limited to a specific genre or a specific actor or a specific uh, you know whatever that uh, you have a, a, as far as i can tell a very well rounded view of, of movies and and a love of movies which is what i what i really enjoy so thank you for being a part of this and uh, hopefully we'll get to have you on again yeah thanks and i appreciate you asking me to do this and i hope uh, some of my insight out i guess or Absolutely. some of my thoughts like are... the expanded universe yeah I had nothing I would not be able to add that at all. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked me to do this and maybe we could do it again sometime. For sure, absolutely. Feel free to email us smallhoursemail at gmail.com. You can always find us at thesmallhours.podbean.com. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you Alex. Thank you uh, to everybody. You've been listening to the Small Hours podcast with Al Guevara. I'm Al Guevara. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>